Entrepreneur on Fire 422. If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire with your host, John Lee Dumas. Stop worrying about your files. They're safe with Carbonite. Spend more time on your business, not in it. Go to Carbonite.com for a free trial and use the offer code FIRE to get two free months when you buy. Carbonite.com, offer code FIRE. Squarespace makes it easy for you to create a website using their incredibly fun drag-and-drop technology. If you're ready to start building your own website, visit squarespace.com, and for 10% off, use the offer code FIREBALL. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Monica Hamilton. Monica, are you prepared to ignite... I am so prepared to ignite. I have smoke coming out of my ears. Whoa, I love it, Monica. (laughs) Monica is the SMB director for McAfee, the world's largest dedicated security technology company. She is passionate about helping small businesses and entrepreneurs stay secured and helps optimize business plans and product positioning to build market awareness and deliver fulfilling customer experiences. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Monica, but tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you and then give us an overview of McAfee. Hi, John. Thank you so much for having me on. And yeah. thank you, listeners, for taking time to, to pay attention to these tidbits we're going to share here today. Um, I lead McAfee's product marketing efforts for our SMB products. So I'm responsible for ensuring that we deliver the right products at the right price with the right kind of messaging so that it resonates with the SMB market and they understand the benefits of our products and how to use them. I'm also the industry and McAfee evangelist for small to medium businesses when it comes to informing and educating them on what cybercrime is and how it has impact on their businesses. And then following up on that with what to do to protect themselves. Um, my parents, I come from an entrepreneurial family. My parents were small business owners. So this market segment is really near and dear to my heart, not to mention the fact that it is the backbone of the American economy. Um, and in, in that light, cybercrime is just one of those things that, that small business business owners have to take more seriously. It's a very complex, multifaceted industry that SMBs tend to underestimate because they think they're just too small. They don't have enough money that it would really draw attention from a cyber criminal. So it's very disconcerting and concerning for us. And so I'm on a personal mission to help small businesses around the world better understand how serious this threat is and how to defend against it. So in that light, I've published a number of blogs and articles and infographics to help small business owners better understand what's going on out there in the wild world of techno crime. Um, and as you can tell, I'm super passionate about this and I'm, I'm really, really passionate about keeping our American foundation safe. Wow. Well, when's McAfee with Monica Hamilton as a host coming out with a podcast about cybercrime? Well, we may just have to do that. I think that's a fabulous idea. Uh, well, Monica, I myself, and I know all the entrepreneurs and small business owners are really thankful that there are people like yourself and McAfee who are out there really looking out for our best interests and protecting the small business owners. And, and just to clarify real quick, SMBs, does that stand for small, medium business? Yeah, sorry for using an acronym. That's kind of McAfee speak. Um, we classify small and medium businesses as those businesses with fewer than 250 employees. They typically don't have a lot of full-time IT on staff and lot, not a lot of deep expertise in IT systems and security in general. 
Well, I have two employees, so I think I would fit under that bill. Oh, you definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to secure you. <laughs> oh, I love it, Monica. I cannot wait to dive more into your specialty, which is cybercrime and everything that surrounds that, a little bit into this interview. But before we do, we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success goal, Monica, because it really gets that motivational ball rolling for our listeners. So take it away. So my success quote, and I I think you're just going to laugh out of your chair on this one, but my favorite (laughs) success quote is from the movie Nemo. (laughs) (laughs) Finding Nemo. It's just keep swimming. So just keep swimming works kind of in any (laughs) environment. (laughs) I just Googled the Nemo with him saying it while he was swimming. A little air bubble was coming up. He is my inspiration. He never gives up. Everything that good that happens to him inspires him. Everything bad that happens to him, he takes in stride. He makes a great network of friends along the way. He is definitely my mantra for success. Um, I guess probably one of the stories, um, probably one of the more challenging times in my career was trying to branch out into, in tech, we call them startups, into a small business. Um, I had joined a company with, I was their 35th employee and I was, this was my third job out of college. I was still very green, very young, didn't know all the detailed questions to ask. And so I just, the job was very spectacular. It was heading up their marketing and sales operations, first person in North America. So, wow, I thought, oh, this is great. (laughs) Yeah. And then I took the job and about six months later, of course, we had 9-11 and everything crashed around me. And it turned out that this company actually didn't own any intellectual property. So they had absolutely nothing to fall back on. And in a matter of 48 hours, we collapsed. And so the just keep swimming mantra came of the fact that Okay, this is all right. We can we can endure this. You know, it's a learning platform for me. I learned how to better evaluate a company based on their financial status, as well as to advise small businesses that their best course of action is to have some kind of intellectual property that they can fall back on. So that was kind of my success failure all wrapped into one. Well, Monica, I love this interview for so many reasons because what we're really doing is we're kind of pulling back the curtain. We're showing these entrepreneurs, these small business owners that, you know, there are people behind these companies like McAfee that are just doing great things on a daily basis. And I love that you put the face of Nemo in front of all of us right here for this because it just makes this connection even so much more fun because, you know, here we are. It's just Monica Hamilton. She loves finding Nemo. She just wants to keep swimming and she's out here looking out for the best interest of SMB. So let's really start to dive into this, Monica, because there is so much to cover in so little time because... As we sit here as entrepreneurs, as small business owners, we have so many things we're dealing with. We're our own accountants. You know, we're at times our own lawyers. You know, we're definitely our own marketing departments, a lot of us. I mean, we are just doing everything and so many things and scrambling all over the place. The last thing that we can think about really is, you know, how can I protect myself from these cyber criminals? Just go ahead, take a couple minutes here and talk to Fire Nation about the current state of affairs and some best practices for us and what you guys are doing to help. Sure. So there, like you said, there's so much to talk about. I'll try to organize my thoughts for you. Sure. First, let's talk about kind of the cyber threat economy. It used to be when we thought about cybercrime or hackers, 
We thought about boys sitting in the garage, you know, eating pizza, pimples on their faces, trying to change their (laughs) grades. (laughs) But that's just not the reality anymore. Um, Because most business now is done online and we practically live online, what's happening is the criminals are starting to build their businesses online. And so we've got these criminal entities that are taking on the form and function of an actual business, a company. They recruit college graduates. They pay them a salary. They sit them in front of computers and have them find vulnerabilities in software, ways to trick people into giving them their financial and personal information, and ways to uh, fraudulently hijack websites. So there, there are now these organized crime units that are much more difficult to track and prosecute than it used to be all those years ago when it was just teenagers hacking around. And as a result, cybercrime has also gotten more complicated. So what we're dealing with nowadays is not just a, a virus that gets on your computer and you share it from file to file. 95% of all threats, new threats today are coming, originating from the web. They can come in the form of a phishing website where they're tricking you into giving them information about yourself, or they can be some kind of silent software that you don't even know you're downloading. You thought you clicked on a video of a cute corgi playing in the grass and on the back end. <laughs> yeah, that's me. You can tell yeah. I like corgis. <laughs> and on the back end, it's downloading an application that you don't even see that finds a little loophole in your browser that burrows down under your operating system and gets down to the BIOS, the set of instructions that tells your computer how to operate and changes that. So these are attacks that go from super simple to very complex to invisible to very obvious. And they're, they're happening at a rate that you would not believe, John. We are finding one new piece of malware, at least one, maybe maybe two, every second of every day of every year. Wow. So, Mark, let's just take one step back because these entrepreneurs and these small business owners that are listening are like, this is terrifying stuff. And it's good that it's terrifying because it's going to prompt action. And that's what we need to do because we are the captains of our ship. We're the masters of our fate here. And we need to take some semblance of control and some semblance of responsibility for our own businesses that we're running. What are some best practices right now? So we can just kind of maybe give some lights of hope here to some of the listeners. What are some best practices that we can do as entrepreneurs to really thwart these threats? Well, I think first and foremost is to be aware. I mean, that's the first step in anything is just to know that there's this problem that exists. Uh, You don't have to be an expert at it. That's what we're here for. But just be aware that it exists and then develop some policies for your users. Uh, It can be as simple as telling your users to stay away from any website that they are not very familiar with. It's not a really well-known website. Uh, don't give out any any company private information. Have a confidentiality policy, like you know anything that is concerned with a you know a new product that hasn't been announced. Product code Phoenix. Don't share anything outside the company with that. Just uh, just having policies is and being aware are the very first huge huge steps in this battle against cybercrime. And then we can kind of go down to the more granular things like. Every computer should have not just antivirus and a desktop firewall, but it should also have some kind of web protection so that as you're surfing, we're out there keeping that those bad applications, that malware, those phishing attacks from actually coming in and and penetrating your organization. And then kind of a de facto piece of security is email security, because 
90% of all emails that come in are spam. And so if you think about where you're investing your money, you don't want to buy more email servers and you certainly don't want to upgrade your bandwidth. So if you get an email security product, you can get rid of 90% of that garbage email and focus on the stuff that matters to your people. So your productivity goes up. And then probably my last one for this brief conversation and is stay away from public Wi-Fi. If you're not using a VPN, a virtual private network that encrypts the traffic going across it, don't use a public Wi-Fi network because your information goes out across this network in packets and those packets are not protected. So a cyber criminal could sit outside of your McDonald's or in our case, Schlotzky's, and they can grab those packets and they can see all of the data that you're sending. So those are just the top ones. You can find more of them. We have a a little um, resource on our website, the 10 steps to securing your business. So you can get that checklist off of our website and it has a lot more information, more detail in it. Powerful stuff. So I know a lot of our listeners are digital nomads. They're location independent entrepreneurs. So a lot of them do work out of Starbucks. They work out of different places. So what is that step that they can take that you mentioned to make sure that they're not just broadcasting their data across this open, unsecured network? Well, there are two things they can do. Since you did mention that they are kind of these um, remote workers or road warriors, which most of us are if we, you know, have to go out and build a business. Right. Yeah. Then the best thing you could do is to encrypt all of your data and encrypt it before you transmit it. So number one, encryption is great. Number two, you can get a a VPN product for relatively inexpensive um, prices. So you can go to McAfee.com. We've got VPN software available for you. Um, you can get it from any of your, your local retailers. And it's just, it's really simple to deploy. It basically builds an end-to-end tunnel that is private to you and the person you're talking to. So it kind of encrypts the data that goes across it. And hackers can't break into that. And then the other thing I recommend for small businesses with remote workers is cloud-based security. So everybody is using the cloud in some form or another. You're either using Gmail or you're using Box to, to share files So you're using the cloud. You might as well also use cloud security because with cloud security, we take on the burden of managing it, keeping it up to date, giving you the latest in threat detection. So you can get endpoint, email, and web-based cloud security products from McAfee all rolled into one single solution that then you don't even have to think about it. We do all the hard work. Our data centers take all that, that effort on for you. That's what I would recommend. These are just some great suggestions. And Monica, as you've mentioned before, McAfee.com is really the place to go if you want to do a deep dive and get the checklist and find some more articles and discussions about these topics exactly. But Monica, one thing I want to kind of share with you quickly is that Entrepreneur on Fire is built off of stories. It's built off of the journeys of entrepreneurs or small businesses that are just doing great things out there and the lessons that we can learn from them. Because Our listeners relate so well to stories. They love stories. They can learn lessons from them and have great takeaways. So can you reach into your memory banks and pull out a couple stories that would really relate to a small or medium business owner? Stories that they could really say, wow, that could have been me. And of course, we don't need to use specific names or locations or anything. We don't want to give away any any privacy things, but I want to make this real. Can you tell, I don't want to call them horror stories, but maybe (laughs) sad stories that have happened to companies and entrepreneurs that can really maybe provide a wake-up call for our listeners? 
Uh, there's one that comes to mind that it, it just because it's, it just breaks your heart when you think about this. Right. There, there was um, a very small healthcare outsourcing company who managed the records on behalf of uh, several hospitals. And one of their employees was in New York City and got out of the taxi and left behind his laptop. And the laptop, of course, was absconded with or stolen or taken or just someone borrowed it, so to speak. It was in the back of a cab. And those records were all compromised. And the gentleman who owned the company had to go through a long, protracted legal battle because it was in a... Uh, heavily regulated industry like healthcare. And so they, there are certain procedures that they have to go through when you lose any type of personal records like that. And so he had to go through a long protracted legal battle. It ended up costing him quite a bit of money in the end because there were a series of fines that he had to pay. Um, and if you look on the web, you'll find his story because he's become a spokesperson for security and in particularly encryption of any data that sits on a laptop just because of that specific reason. You just have a tendency to leave it behind. So, Monica, what could he have done or what could his company have done for a quick example? What could they have installed or had in place that would have protected that laptop? So if it had been lost, he could have said, yes, listen, we lost it, but we had done X, Y, and Z, so we're all good. There are two things. There's the low-tech answer and the high-tech answer. The low-tech answer is he could have given his employee a machine that had no data on it, a travel machine, and said, this is the machine you take on the road with you. You can, you can go up and access your email you know, on the cloud, but you can't download anything to this machine. So it's basically a clean machine. Um, there, actually, I actually have three options. The second option is he could have used a virtual environment where it, it goes back to the old days. Probably people on this phone are too young to remember this, but the old days where we had dumb terminals. Well, now they call that a virtual environment where the computer can be used by any person because all of the information, the data and the applications are in the cloud and you just log into those from wherever you are and use them. So you're never storing anything locally on your hard drive. And then the third option, which I would classify as the more techie option, is encryption. I'm a huge believer in encryption. It is a component of almost every regulation or regulated industry um, compliance requirement. So encrypt your hard drive, encrypt the data on it because... I can tell you another funny story, but it wasn't really funny for me. My, hu <laughs> my husband just went on vacation. And, of course, we all work on our vacations. We're just wired that way. And he, he goes through security. And, of course, his mind is on kiteboarding and golfing and nothing to do with his computer. So he left his computer at the security checkpoint and walked away. Now, the good news is. He had it fully encrypted. The bad news is we had to go through hoops and jump, jump rope and hopscotch to just get this thing even back into where it was found and lost and found. So it's just not a fun process. It's very, and if you lose it and it's not encrypted, you're going to go through the same thing that that healthcare person did. Luckily, he's married to Monica Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> So, Monica, let's bring things to the present because McAfee is staying cutting edge in this area. So share with us one or two things that are just really exciting you guys over there at McAfee right now. We introduced a feature and a product that I think is really cool because we are all so busy in our lives. We don't necessarily pay attention to everything that comes across in email. And so McAfee introduced this feature called Click Protect. 
And what it does is when you receive an email and it has a link in it to whatever website, it scans it when it receives it. And it determines whether or not that's a good URL or a bad URL. And if it's a bad one, it quarantines the email. If it's a good one, it lets it come in. Well, we all know that cyber criminals are super tricky. So in between the time that you received it and the time you click on it, they might have done something you know, insidious to that, that URL, to that website. So then when you open the email and you get ready to click on it, we check it again. So I think that's a really killer forward-looking feature that is something that's really newsworthy. Monica, it's absolutely newsworthy. I have no doubt that Fire Nation is sitting here saying, wow, I need to go visit McAfee.com. I need to check out these checklists. I mean, take an hour, take two hours and save potentially not only tens of hundreds of hours down the road, but tens of thousands of dollars down the road for mistakes that could cost both you and your business a ton. So we're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors. Not really sure what you're looking for on a website? What if you could pick from tons of beautiful designs to start and then customize as you go? Best part, you don't even have to be a web designer or developer. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that helps you do it all. They're constantly improving with new features and designs, including all the style options you need to create a unique website for your business. They have over 20 highly customizable templates for you to choose from and all of them responsive. That means they'll automatically look great on every device, every time. Squarespace also recently added e-commerce to their platform. So if you want to set up shop and sell things now, you can do so in just a few minutes. So if you're ready to start building your website today, visit squarespace.com and for 10% off, use the offer code FIREBALL. Automation has to be one of the most valuable time and money-saving techniques to hit the online marketing community. With automation, you can set multiple things up at the same time and then schedule them to happen exactly when the time is right. For me, I'm able to schedule out interviews for Entrepreneur on Fire weeks in advance if I want to. I just upload them to Libsyn, set the date and time I want the episode to be released, and then I'm done. I don't have to worry about that episode getting lost or not being released on time. I know that Libsyn is going to take care of it for me. This is the same way I feel about Carbonite. Carbonite automatically and constantly works on backing up my computer, so I know I don't have to worry about my files being lost. You can start a free trial at Carbonite.com with the offer code FIRE and get two bonus months for free if you decide to buy. Don't let another day go by without the safety and security that Carbonite provides. Go to Carbonite.com and enter the offer code FIRE. Monica, I just want to thank you for taking some time to come on Entrepreneur on Fire and share this. And we're not letting you go yet. Why? <laughs> because we've reached my favorite part of the interview. And that's the lightning round, Monica. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions. And you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Okay, wish me luck. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I ever received was around what's called emotional intelligence. I was so young at the time, I had no idea what it meant. Emotional intelligence. So if you go look up the book, it will put you to sleep in no less than 3.3 seconds. It is, <laughs> I, bought, I bought two of the books. Can you believe it? I couldn't get through the first one, so I bought the second one. 
<laughs> I should write a, I should write the, the cliff notes to this, but it's, it's a very complex topic. It's all, all these great psychological mumbo jumbo that just basically says, control your emotions in business. Because even passion can be misinterpreted as the wrong emotion. And what I mean by that is I'm a very passionate person. You can tell by how energetic I, yeah. So, but if you're in a work environment and let's say that something uh, doesn't move as quickly as you want it to, or something isn't delivered on time and your passion comes through as we've got to hurry, we've got to get this done. Some people take that the wrong way and they take that as, well, you're not appreciating my work or um, you're just unrealistic. And so I've learned that emotional control means to process the information, take the time to work through the emotions associated with whatever's happening and then respond. Monica, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Oh, sure. Networking, uh, keeping friends, making friends, um, trying to constantly grow outside of your core competency to learn something that you're very uncomfortable with. So that's my favorite. Push the envelope. Now, Monica, when we first started chatting in the pre-interview, you shared with me that maybe McAfee has a a little bit of a funny name story or pronunciation story. Can you share that with us now? (laughs) Well, we hosted an event And we hired a star, a a television star who was on a show called Desperate Housewives. I can't give you her name, but you can just you can guess because there's not a ton of ladies on there. (laughs) And she got on stage and she was talking to our CEO and she kept calling us McPhee. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so McAfee is our name and it's a great name. (laughs) Oh, I can picture her saying it right now. McPhee, McPhee. (laughs) <laughs> and all the McAfee people, you could tell who was with McAfee, all of our heads went down. <laughs> oh, goodness. That is too oh. much. So, Monica, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Well, I kind of have three of them, if that's sure. okay. So, I'm a huge fan of sharing information as broadly as possible because... I believe that information is power, but in the other way, sharing information and everybody having the information is extremely powerful. And so the resources I will share are the ones that I think will help your listeners to learn more about what's going on in, uh, in, in technology in general, as well as being able to share their information with their customers and other people. So um, the first one is SlideShare. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a great place to, to post presentations and information that you want to share very broadly. You you don't really discriminate who gets to see it. So don't put anything confidential up there, but it's just great for sharing. Um, Another one that you might've heard of is brighttalk.com. Have you heard of them, John? I have utilized SlideShare quite a bit, but I've never heard of BrightTalk. So BrightTalk is similar to SlideShare, but it's for live presentations. So webinars. So Hmm. not not video, but webinars. And they allow you to use um, their service for free. I think there are kind of limitations, like you can't have it go over 30 minutes or something, but it's a great, great resource. So Spiceworks is really kind of the techie area, but it's where a lot of IT professionals kind of congregate to share information and answer questions. So if your listeners have any questions about security or which products to buy or getting help on on any problem with uh, as it concerns, as it relates to IT, they can go to spiceworks.com and these people will help them for free. Those are three great resources, Monica. 
They are all going to be on your show notes page at eofire.com slash Monica Hamilton. So I'm really excited to share those because two, I've never heard of. And I love when that happens on the show because I've heard of so many great tools, but Bright Talk and Spiceworks sounds awesome. So Monica, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? Oh, you have to do that, don't you? <laughs> Can I say Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte? <laughs> Absolutely. Just one book. It doesn't have to be a business book. Well, um, actually, I do have a, I have a favorite author. Okay. I, I just love books by Malcolm Gladwell. I just oh, yeah. do. Um, the Tipping Point. I mean, just Blink. any of his books. Yes. It's not just uh, because of the business content. It's because they're so interesting. You can read them in literally two days. Love that. I actually am kind of that same way with Robert Greene. He's written a, a book called Mastery, The 48 Laws of Power. And those books you cannot read in two days. And usually you actually can't even read them in two months, but they are really? very enjoyable. He's a very thorough, thorough author. And he's relates everything present times to ancient times. And I'm a huge history guy. Ooh. So I love those Ooh. historical references he makes. And Fire Nation, Monica loves Malcolm Gladwell, and if they haven't already, they can get the audio version of one of his books for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Monica, I want you to focus on this next question because it's the last one, and it's kind of a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? It sounds just like Cloud Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting reborn. Oh, um, does it, uh, please tell me I don't have to go back to high school. No, you do not. You are the exact person you are right now. <laughs> well... Well, I mean, to be blunt, I need to make money, right? So I've got to find a way to uh, get out there and create a, a, a business or an idea or find a business I can join. So I think my very first thing would be to network, to find a group with similar interests that I have and introduce myself and start getting to know people and understand what they're doing and how they're making money and then somehow find an alliance that I could you know, build with them, whether it's through... Uh, working for them, working with them, but but that would kind of be my first step. But I almost sound like Survivor, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> I almost started doing the Survivor theme song, but I would have butchered no. it horribly. <laughs> oh. oh, Monica, I've really enjoyed this because this is a different kind of twist to most Entrepreneur on Fire interviews. We really usually focus on the entrepreneur's journey, their failures, their successes, but this time we're focusing on you, a very passionate businesswoman who has an incredibly powerful tool for us, which is protecting our businesses from cybercrime and from everything that's out there looking to take us down. So thank you for that. And just leave us, Fire Nation, with one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you or your company, and then we'll say goodbye. There are two ways we can do that. One way is... Um, that my blog. So if you go to uh, McAfee.com and we have an area there called blog central, so you can download and read my blogs and respond there. Um, you can also get in touch with me through our website, 
So McAfee.com forward slash SMB. And we've got a complete area there with resources and information available for anybody that accesses it. Wonderful. This will all be linked up in the show notes page, Fire Nation. And what's just one parting piece of guidance, Monica? One parting piece of guidance is don't panic. (laughs) 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 But we're we're on it. I mean, (laughs) we got you covered. Uh, Yeah, seriously, don't panic. This is a big problem that very, very large companies are monitoring and taking very seriously. Intel Corporation bought us for a reason because they believe security should be a part of every aspect of your computing device. And so we want to give you that peace of mind to know that we are out there, we're guarding your cyber lives for you, and that we'll help you in any way we can, whether it's through tips and guidance or products or expertise. Um, Just let us know how we can help you. Monica, love it. Thank you for taking the time out of your very busy schedule. And Entrepreneur on Fire listeners do know that they can find the links to everything we've talked about at eofire.com. They can click on the archives tab because you are hanging out there. Or just type in Monica in the search bar, M-O-N-I-C-A, and her show notes page will pop right up. And Monica, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Podcastersparadise.com. Learn to create your podcast. Podcastersparadise.com. Learn to grow your audience. Podcastersparadise.com. Learn to get great guests. Podcastersparadise.com. Learn to monetize. Podcastersparadise.com. Engage with other podcasters. Podcastersparadise.com. Access private webinars with today's top experts. Podcastersparadise.com. Get the picture? Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite. 